Welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this this is uh, <laughs> not too far fetched of an episode this time, but I like would definitely like to have a serious conversation that's centered around a reality. And to be honest, in all my transparency, I definitely sit in the seat of relating, and more than likely. I probably feel the same way. Well, what am I talking about? Philophobia. Mm-hmm. Fear of falling in love. And it is a real thing. Philophobia, fear of love, it can negatively affect your ability to have meaningful relationships. And a lot of times we get to this place to where we have this fear because you may have gone through a painful breakup. There may have been a divorce, abandonment, rejection, even during childhood or um, during your adulthood that may make you afraid to fall in love. And certainly you can go through therapy, uh, you know, to kind of overcome this but it is definitely something that is real. And I know that I'm not alone. I've gone through some things myself that would definitely cause me to, in essence, have this fear of, you know, falling in love again. And, you know, one of them being is you deal with um, divorce. Uh, Another one for me it's actually meeting someone pretty dang on amazing. Um, not that we didn't have our little ups and downs because what relationship doesn't, but you know, he passed away. And so certainly um, to experience that and then try to get back into things, it's, it's, it can prove to be challenging. But for those of you that don't know, philophobia um, you know, people who have philophobia have a fear of love. And this fear is so intense that, you know, we tend to find it difficult, sometimes impossible to form and maintain loving relationships. And so uh, it comes from the Greek word philos, meaning loving or being loved or beloved. Um, you know, phobos, phobia is, is a Greek word, which is fear. You know, some some people um, definitely have this and it's real. And a lot of times when we deal with these type of phobias, it does create a sense of anxiety that I believe that we need to be honest with ourselves about um, and, and just kind of like recognize there. You definitely there is a way for it to be diagnosed. You can be tested because, again, like I said, this is really, truly real. Um. If it's, if it's severe, <laughs> you know, um, where it's something you can't get over yourself eventually because, for example, you'll have like persistent fear of love. It lasts for like six months. And this happens to some people. And I really wanted to talk about that because I really started doing some thinking and analyzing myself. And I'm like, I know that if I had these fears and I had to overcome, imagine if someone had the same fear they're trying to overcome or they've been in it so long that they feel like they can't. There's help. Um, 
if you if you find that you have this intense fear or your anxiety when you feel love um if you find that you have like an onset of phobia symptoms when you find yourself in a loving situation or anxiety or fear that causes you to avoid giving or receiving love or extreme symptoms that interfere with your ability to forge meaningful intimate relationship listen there is help for you and i do encourage you to seek therapy um, because you definitely can overcome it with the right treatment so um, there is a, a, a thing called, and you can look it up yourself, cognitive behavioral therapy, and it can help you overcome philophobia. It really, truly can. So that's why I said there is truly help um, that is out there. But I wanted to shed light on that because this is one of those things that when we talk about going into relationships, we want to be mentally strong. We want to be um, mentally capable. And if you have this fear, it definitely can be crippling for you. I want to definitely begin to to share with you that if you're scared to love again after a relationship, no matter how that relationship um, ended, no matter how, you can love again. And I wanted to create some pointers on how you can do that and how you can kind of like overcome it and conquer and move forward in uh, the next relationship. One one point that I want to make is this. Like I said, if you have this fear, you've been dealing with it and it's very strong, please seek therapy. It's very important. But I want to give some key points that's very important that you can do on your own, which will really truly help. First and foremost, release it. You got to let your feelings out. You know, people will tell you to try to get over it or, you know, push through it. It really truly is healthy for us to express our emotions however we can, the way that you need to. Often at times for me, it may just be in a moment of crying. You know, it crying is, it is, a you know, it's, it's a reaction to especially after you have experienced a failed relationship, whether it's divorce, you know, some people didn't cry after their divorce. I understand, um, a bad breakup, or it could be losing someone that you love, whatever the case may be, release it because it is okay to do that. If you need to cry, if you need to express your emotions, do that. It's very important. The second point that I want to make, listen, you got to forgive. Forgiveness is for you. It's, it's, it's not about the other person because oftentimes we don't get, you know, we don't we don't get the forgiveness that we need from the other person anyway. And I'm gonna be honest, I hear a lot of people say, you know, you can forgive, but you don't have to forget. Some stuff we gotta forget, y'all. So I'm I'm gonna say like there are some situations that you need to forgive and you need to possibly forget too. One thing that'll definitely help you moving on is forgiving. It's one of the toughest things to do after a relationship ends. And it's important to forgive your ex and even yourself. They go hand in hand. You got to forgive the person and you got to forgive yourself. Blaming never really helps and can only lead to resentment. And you don't want to put yourself in a situation to where you have resentment. Another point that I want to uh, make is that 
never, never have regret. If you are in a place to where you have regrets, because often after breakups, we question the things that happened, you know, how differently we could have handled them. But to be honest, what's done is done. And if there's nothing you can do to undo it, what is the point of you fussing over it and analyzing it and going through it in your head? It's just like too much. Regretting a decision will only make things worse. Don't do that to yourself. The next point that I want to make, take your time, please. When you have spent years with someone and then suddenly... Um, you know, things are called off or like I said, you could lose them, lose a loved one like I did. Um, There's a void in our life. Let's just be real. Like when you have had someone in your life and they have been that person that you love, um, there's now this void in your life and it takes time to fill that up. And it's okay to take things slow and focus on yourself for a while. Rushing into a rebound relationship is just an escape we all need to avoid. And really, we already know that when you rush into rebound relationships, they never get in on a good note. So please take your time. Another point that I want to uh, give you is that you need to realize that a loss is a loss. So even in a relationship that has ended, share your grief. You have suffered a loss. You need to talk to your friends and your families about what has happened with this relationship instead of allowing all those emotions just to sit in. You know, sharing what you've gone through helps your process and helps you to move on better. Now, of course, you need people who are really genuine and are ready to hear you out. um, But trust, you will really truly feel better when you're able to share how this made you feel after the fact. The next point that I want to make is, listen, guys, we got to push past our insecurities. We really do. You know, once you have had a broken heart, however it was broken, you are scared it won't mend ever again. And that's just a fear so many people have. And so there's a feeling of insecurity that just doesn't go away. And you need to fight that thing. Letting go of your insecurities and trusting a person is the first step you take towards building a new relationship. I'm in that place to where I have recognized that these are important things that I have to embrace because I do want to experience love again. I do want to spend my life with someone and I believe that I am truly someone's help. I'm their helpmate and I'm designed to be in a relationship. Um, I do not believe that singleness is uh, destined for me, I guess you would say. The next point that I want to make is... This, this this process of moving forward, guys, it requires faith. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm a believer and, you know, sometimes you got to walk out on faith and you got to trust someone and be genuine in that place. Um, you know, allow that vulnerability there. You know, often we question our decisions to spend time with someone new, but seriously, what's the harm? Like, what's wrong with that? Um, you know, the hesitation and the reservation and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes you just have to jump into there. But I also say in this space, like, it's also important for when two people are getting to know each other, we do need to have grace and patience as well. You know, getting to know a person and then make a judgment call instead of calling off, you know, getting together just because you're overthinking like (laughs) that, that's not going to help you to move forward. 
So I'm telling you to do this thing by faith, to trust someone again, it it, it, it can be really amazing. And guess what? You're worth it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you owe it to yourself. So pay what is due, honey. The next point that I want to make is don't find old things in your newfound love. Don't do that. Don't be looking for stuff in your old person and your new person. You know, it is really our human nature to compare one relationship to another, but every person is different and has different little things about them. So if you try to find old stuff in your new your new person, you're going to end up missing out on things that this new relationship is offering. You know, I'm in a place to where I, I just want to have new experiences and I just want us to figure out what that is. Um, you know, and, and take that time to get to know and to discover that. So for, for if I'm holding on or analyzing and going back to, you know, things that I've dealt with in the past uh, with someone, that's not going to help me to move forward with the person in, in, in my current future. Another point that I want to make is do not question yourself. Don't question the timing. Don't question your choice. Don't question yourself. When things happen with a relationship, we end up overthinking so much. We question every step we take in the direction towards making a new relationship work. Don't do that to yourself. Go with the flow and let things happen at their own time and pace. I cannot stress this enough. If we can really truly learn what that flow is, what that pace is, um, you really are going to find a balance. Like be okay with uh, things not being in a rush, just because you may want them to pan out the way you want them. But if you really are enjoying yourself with the person, listen, go at that pace, let things happen over time. And I feel like that you will be strengthened on those areas um, versus beating yourself up over your thought process because you've analyzed this too much. Um, Another point that I wanna make is be honest. Be honest about your feelings. If you do feel like you're falling for someone, let that feeling exist and don't try to kill it. Talk about your feelings without any inhibitions. If it's supposed to happen, it will. And if not, don't let it pull you down. I say this because this is where vulnerability sets in. And, you know, I have found myself to where I, especially after a divorce and you, you know, are trying your hand at uh, relationships, you meet people um, and you're trying to figure out. And on this journey, I have, I've met some amazing men and surely I owe it to myself that if I am feeling, you know, a guy and I feel like that this guy has a place in my heart, has a place in my life. I want to be honest to be able to communicate what my feelings are. And I don't think there's any, there's anything wrong with sharing that because a huge, a huge part of if we're talking about um, life partner or long-term relationship, we should be sharing these type of feelings. And if I can't, then I more than likely shouldn't be with that person if I can't share my feelings about that, if I can't be honest. And that's just real. And my last point that I want to make, it really is okay to love again. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Y'all, it is so much negativity already in this world in our lives love is probably that one thing that holds us all together and so it is okay to fall in love after a relationship has gone south don't be afraid and don't think about anyone else but yourself 
if you want it, just make it happen. Why? (laughs) You owe it to yourself. So pay what is due. Listen, this is Doc. Thank you so much for tuning in to When Doc Speaks. I wanted to start this off talking about philophobia, fear of love. And I wanted to make sure that I, um, you know, shed some light on that. But I also wanted to give you some pointers uh, and some reasons why, you know, we need to not be scared to love again. So I hope that this helps someone as it has helped me in my journey. And until next time, be blessed.